Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge and we air our complaints with the world. And let me just tell you, this is a safe space. Any complaint, we lock the door here in the lounge. You can have a big complaint, a small complaint, a frivolous complaint, a luxurious complaint, and all will be heard here. Okay, and to have your complaint heard, send it into jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And title it Luxury Lounge. And then give me a little little flavor of what we're getting into. Um, I love that you guys are enjoying the lounge. I am getting so many Luxury Lounge emails. We're going to go through a lot today. Um, and, and also, in addition to all of this, I'm on the road. People, get your tickies. Uh, this weekend, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Perrysburg, Ohio, Buffalo, New York, Syracuse, New York, New York, New York for the Live You Up. Live You Up, that is an event that's different than stand-up. You're going to have a great time there. I'm going to be um, – I'm coming – this is just re- re- revealed. St. Louis, Missouri, St. Louis Mo. I'm coming, okay? New Year's Eve weekend. That is a – Get get the uh, the kazoos out because we're going to celebrate the new year together. So St. Louis Mo, if you're out there, jaredfree.com for tickets, jaredfree.com for tickets. And also, if you're a fan of the Luxury Lounge, I do a Patreon version. That This started on Patreon. I was on Patreon during the pandemic. The story of the Luxury Lounge is that everyone was like, any complaint, someone would always go, but there's a pandemic, but grandma died. And it's like, you couldn't even have a problem anymore. So we went on Patreon and started the Luxury Lounge and it started with me just complaining. And then you, the listeners, started getting involved and sending in your, and it became a complaint duet. So we do uh, the Patreon version, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, $5 a month, three extra podcasts a week. That is what we call a deal in the business. That's 12 podcasts a month in addition to the thousands I'm doing every week here for free. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed if you want to get an extra luxury lounge. Also, support the sponsors. That's how it works. Every sponsor gives you a promo code, or, or most do, or they present an opportunity. Most Every sponsor presents an opportunity. I don't know if they're going to help you. Most of them might not help you, but we're coming towards holiday seasons. There's things that could be used as gifts. There's things that can help you save money as far as debt is concerned. There's all sorts of uh, of of sponsors that we go through. And my enjoyment with the sponsors that we have on the show is that I know it helps someone, not everyone. And that's why that's my thing. So make sure you check out the sponsors and what they're offering you, the listener, because that helps me, the podcaster. Um, very excited uh, to have on the in the lounge an OKP on the J Train podcast, original key player. But new to the lounge, he has a new documentary out called Full Capacity that you can watch on YouTube right now. Sam Morell, what's going on, Sammy? How are you? Yo, yo. Uh, yeah, man. Watch the doc. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you're in it for a second. I wish you went for more. I only saw you one of those nights, and and you were, like, you know, going through it at the time, so I didn't want to bother you, you know? Oh, so I was, I was, I was in relationship problem Yeah. And There's a couple. You, if I knew someone was going through shit, I, w- I didn't want to roll up with a camera and be like, "Hey, how's the pandemic treating you?" You know, well, <laughs> the pandemic. I mean, so explain the special to people because I, I think it's an interesting topic, and I think everyone here, it's like, it's the thing I enjoy most. You know, stand up is stand up, but then there's these like 
these kind of like you know stand up adjacent because yeah. what you know is how I would kind of you know this podcast is comedy adjacent. We're complaining about luxury issues, but some of these could be stand up bits at some point. And sure. and all of this is to encourage people to go see more stand up via these other things. So explain the documentary for the listeners here. Yeah, it's just really kind of embracing that the ugliness of getting back into stand-up we're all rusty you know this kind of started in april when uh things opened back up new york was different cuomo was still in office there was a yeah. different energy uh we were at 30 percent capacity at the comedy cellar then we went to 50 then we went to 100 all the comics were rusty there's one part uh chris red in the doc says i feel like you know, I have my adult brain, but I'm in a baby body. Like, I'm just not able to do this shit. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. that like nailed it. It's a lot of great moments of people just talking about feeling weak as a comic. And we, we've and, spent so many years getting good at this. So it's it's tough. And it's a time. Uh, what are they called? It's a, what are they, when you capsule. It? It's a time capsule. It is a yeah. it, and, and all of us have some version, whether you're a comedian or not a comedian, where your life got jumbled up. Some people more than others. That's why the luxury lounge is here. Some people's issues were, oh no, my favorite lunch place closed. And the other people's issues were, everyone's dead and I lost my job. You know, it, that, it, that, it, you know what? Look, everyone's dead obviously wins, but yes, uh, you know, losing a, you losing your favorite lunch place that that hurts too. That's that's part of the routine, you know. Do you understand? I went to the Cellar Vegas um, and I performed there for uh, like a month ago. And I the the night I got there, um, I flew in and it's like that first night. You know, it's you go Monday through Sunday, and when you're doing a week anywhere, you're just not too looking long. forward. It's too long to be in Vegas. It's too long for Vegas. Too long for anywhere. And I I get there and I'm drinking on the plane because I'm like, fuck it, we're here for a week. Yeah. I'm doing 20 minute drinking? sets. Oh, vodka sodas all over the flight, and just like I and I got bumped up to first class. I'm really living it up, and I'm Love getting it. fat and happy, and I'm like. And on the plane, I'm going, I'm not eating. We're going liquid, liquid flight. And when I get there, I, I'm like in my head, you've been to the cellar Vegas before the pandemic. They had this great wood fired oven. OK, and yeah. it was a wood fired oven that was making flatbreads and nachos. But it was like Cali style. Like, so, you know, you go to that part of the country. Everything has this like Cali, Cali Mex, you know, Cali Mex vibe to it it's a little bit healthy ish and it's like and and i it just tastes different in a way healthy. well it's not healthy <laughs> but you can't get it here you, yeah, yeah. You, you know like you, it's just a, there's a different take on food like the nachos were just i liked them there and then and i was like they had these wood-fired grilled wings and then they had and yeah. and they had these fish tacos and i'm going and they made it all in the in the wood-fired you know grill and i I'm like waiting for this. I'm like, I can't wait to get to the Cellar Vegas. I get there. They go, I go, okay, I'm going to put in an order for food. They go, we're, we're not doing food anymore. Uh. And I go, oh, this pandemic has ruined everything. Like that was for me. It hurt, a but dude, when, you, when you're looking forward to a meal and you can't get oh it. Oh my it, God. It hurts, man. Luckily, most of my spots in my neighborhood stayed open, but like, I mean, shit, there's a PJ Clark's by me. I used to just like love rolling in there for like a Manhattan. Just like, sure. talking, look, this is a luxury lounge. I want a burger in a Manhattan at PJ Clark's. So. And an institution, PJ Clark's is like one of those places where you, you feel like you're in New York. You want to have a tie on so you can loosen it at the bar. I kind of love it, man. Yeah, they're all the bar. I love any place you roll in. Like I was just walking around uh, downtown Chicago 
and I pass the barbershop and they're wearing like the vests and the little love like, Kiki Blinders hats. And I yes. fucking love that shit, dude. I, I think that's also like a a big thing for our generation. We're the same age and it's I think we like, you know, our parents generation was, um, you know, it was um, it was, you know, the uh, Applebee's and, you know, going to Cheesecake Factory and a menu that's a, a, the size of a phone book. We want interesting. We want someone saying, here's what we do. It's a lived-in aspect. You can tell right. in the way they build bars now that they almost look old, but they're. it's like you walked into Epcot and they just created another time, yeah. and you're like, I like this. It's kitschy. Well, you know? That's a real escape because we're not just yes. escaping our lives. We're escaping like the time we're living in. There's something about uh, – I think there were, it became cool for our generation for a while to just not care. Like that was – it's funny. Mm -hmm. I was like going down a YouTube rabbit hole – and it was like videos of like some 41 and you're like, oh my God, this was like, a, this is how people dress. This is crazy. This was just like not that long ago. Yeah. And, then, and now it's like becoming cool to kind of care and be like groomed again and like a burger with like, not just like take this. It, it's cool to, to give a shit again. A thought out burger, not just yeah. like that. I mean, I, I, my dad's big thing when he goes to a restaurant, he goes, I want the burger to come off the plate. I'm like, how about how it tastes? He goes, no, it's just got to be off the plate. And it's what like, that's that what mean? he cares. Like, that big? That big. Like, that's what he cares. You know, like he wants value. Like Jackson Hole or something. What's, uh, yeah, he wants to go to a restaurant like that and have and, and have uh, the bucket of fries that's never ending. You know, so it is an interesting thing. I, I do want to. To come back to the documentary, so you went around to the clubs as they're opening. You're watching people yeah. kind of like get their legs back. I mean, did you? I did shows during the pandemic wherever they were open, and I kind yeah. of enjoyed seeing the country. To me, it was like it was like the Wild West. You'd show up to the town, they'd warn you about the governor yeah. and whether they like believed in science or not. Like I thought the traveling aspect, and then everyone's like, how's New York? As if New York had a meteor hit it because everyone assumed New York was so bad, even though it was like kind of fun. Like we were doing those shows at the cellar that they were doing when they were just like, they were kind of like uh, Prohibition era. They were just like yeah. letting people in, right? It looked like we got nuked and this was like the only comedy left behind a little like uh, glass door. Or it was, you know, a clear door. It was so weird. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, I was doing shows. I was doing a lot of rooftops. I was doing a lot of outdoor shows. I did a rooftop special with the guy who directed this, Matt Salacuse. So, uh, yeah. We did this together and he just started filming me. He just wanted to like kind of see what was going on in the cellar. He had his camera and he started filming. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I don't know how am I annoying comics by just going up to them and talking with a camera guy. Well, it feels like sacred ground a little bit to all of us, right? You don't want to be a lot of comics go there to get away. You don't want to be annoying especially, people. Especially during that time where you're like, oh, it's your one time you got to get out after everyone was like, you know, you go from going out every night to do stand up to like nothing. Yeah. And it's like, what's your worth? Where where's your value? I, I'm sure a lot of people went through that. And then I don't know, I think a lot of people wanted to talk about their experience because they knew it was just such a different time yeah. coming back in, in you know, who who was the best you know, who gave a great interview? Who was like the person that like <sighs> Colin Quinn had so much wisdom. I mean, I, it didn't feel complete. We didn't get him till the very end. It didn't feel complete a New York documentary without Colin Quinn. So mm. he had a great point where at one point I asked him, have you seen New York worse than this? And he goes, are you kidding me? Like now when someone gets pushed on the subway tracks, it makes the news. <laughs> so that's a very, uh, like it's you need that. 
an elder statesman to kind of close out the doc. Quinn, Attell, like people you would expect. Uh, now, was there a difference between, and this is kind of my, was there a difference between people who had the financial ability to withstand a pandemic and the ones who did not? Sure. Because I, I have a, you know, to me, I saw the pan as it was happening. I was like, there's some people that this will end their dream. And for some people, it will begin their dream. Some people will be yeah. sitting in their office. They'll go and there's they're working from home. They're going to go. This isn't worth it. I'm doing what I want to do. And to some people, they had already gone to their dream. And this kind of, you know, it squashes it because it, it adds a, you know, you, nobody needs more hurdles getting into comedy. Did, did you, was there a difference in those people or no? Am I just. Well, you know, I wasn't talking like open micers, but I was talking to some people at the cellar who were, who were pretty new at the cellar. Just and, started. You know, well, we had a great moment where uh, Kaylin Palufo, you know, newer comic at the comedy cellar, very funny. She, very funny. She's uh, been on this podcast. Yeah, she was uh, great in the doc. She was nervous as hell. We kind of captured her first set at the cellar. She had just mm. auditioned. She was kind of going through the house. I mean, so this, so the pandemic, I guess not all the comics are working yet. The cellar had a lot of shows. So, you know, especially at 30%, they're doing a lot of the shows. And uh, Caitlin got to audition. And so she was like, I feel like so out of shape. I haven't done comedy. And this yeah. is the biggest opportunity in my career. So you get people like that for sure, who, uh, and she made the most of it. She killed and we got her crushing on stage and the doc, we had a joke of hers in the doc, it was great. Listen, the the Comedy Cellar audition, all you want, and, and that's like a, you know, the, you don't want more hurdles. You don't want, hey, your Comedy Cellar audition's gonna happen um, three months after a pandemic and you haven't done stand-up in forever. Like, I mean, mine happened on a documentary for True TV. Yeah. Mine was uh, mine was like they did a documentary on the cellar and That's I right. they taped my audition for that documentary and I was I like I never saw that I forgot about that wow yeah they they had a camera right in my face I'd never even met like Esty before Man, how crazy it, is that that like dude, that's how bad True TV is that like <laughs> I love the Comedy Cellar and I forgot there was like they made something they just don't promote shit I mean it was like a one time thing they had like they did different documentaries about comedy and one was about the cellar and it was like yeah but if it's not the impractical jokers they're not pushing it you <laughs> Listen, know? that's the only thing on that channel so <laughs> we're pumped to have you everyone needs to go watch uh Sam's special or Sam's doc it's on his YouTube page at Sam Morell on Instagram it's called full capacity go 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 watch it now I'm gonna start with my complaint and Sam if you have a complaint of your own I would love for you to do it after sure. mine but join in on mine you can join in we start with my Please. complaint and your complaint and then we'll go to the emails you ready sure okay so hit the music Jared he has some problems Jared he's got some issues to do get off his Chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. My my luxury lounge complaint. So I have a our schedule as comedians is just different. So the way we plan our day is different and you do want structure. Mm -hmm. I, especially as someone myself trying to stay healthy, trying to, 
you know, keep my weight in check. I got to have a breakfast and I want to have the right breakfast. Now, there's two coffee places that I can get food at that I know what meal I would get every day. And they're both an egg white situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I got back to New York and I know they're closing times for the kitchens. One is two, one is four. So I got back to New York and I hadn't eaten. I, I you know, flew back on a flight from whatever weekend I did. And then I, I was here er, like around two. And I was like, you know what? Here's my day. I'm going to have a Sunday. Oh, no, I got here at like one. I was like, pa- pa- Patriots play at 425. I'm going to go work out. Then I'll go to the four o'clock place, get a breakfast that the egg white situation breakfast that I what, need. What, to- what else is in this egg white situation? So the one that I was going to, the four o'clock place has an egg white wrap. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I like this place, so I don't want to call them out, so I'm not going to name them. But I will say they have an egg white, tomato, turkey, avocado wrap in a whole wheat wrap. It's fantastic, and it gets you – it is – you're not full, but you ain't hungry. It's exactly where I want to be. How you want to? I, I went too hard this morning in Chicago. I got the hash browns, crispy. No. I, I, I went hard. You can't do that. And I yeah. want a beginning, middle, and end of a meal, and this offers that to me perfectly. So I got back, and, and the night before I flew back, I ate like shit. So I was like, Jared, no food till New York. You're going to do your breakfast after you work out, and then you'll get to watch football. You'll have a beer. You'll feel good. You'll be refreshed. So I go yeah. work out. And so I get back to my place. I actually take out all my laundry and I start like milling around. You know, I'm like avoiding the workout. And then I go to the go to the field. I go work out on a on a video with this trainer at Forzag. If you guys are looking for someone, go follow him. So I go work out with him on his pre-taped 45 minute workout full body. Wow. Go do it. I'm like, okay, we're almost there. Now I'm hungry. I go to my coffee place to get my egg white wrap. It's 3.56. I go up to the woman who I know and I go, I'll have the egg white wrap. And she goes, kitchen closes at four. And I go, 3.56. And she goes, kitchen closes at four. We're already shut down. And I go, that's, no, 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 no. That's not how kitchen closes at four works and this isn't just this establishment this happens all the time you can't have kitchen closes at two kitchen closes at four and then it becomes well we do well we do it a half hour before because it takes a while to clean everything up sure. no, no 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 don't give me i'm not responsible for the give me, cleanup give me time. the last give me the last minute that i can order and you met the time i'm with you this makes me furious especially as people that rise late we're, we're yes. no one no one respects someone who gets a breakfast at 2 p.m., but sometimes we do that. Yes, that's the thing. And, the, and we're not asking the world to work around us. We're not saying, hey, breakfast got to be served all day everywhere. We're not marching in these streets. We're saying I would like it. if you, I, I mean, I would like it, but we understand that we are the irregular ones, but yeah. we have searched these places out and made them a part of our lives because they say kitchen closes at four. So don't give me the expectation of four o'clock and then go, oh, no, 3.30 is when we shut off the griddles. Then write 3.30. Then put kitchen clothes at 3.30. Don't give me – don't involve me with your cleanup time. 
Also, to, to get ready for the, to get excited for the meal, we just talked about this, but to get to, totally. to anticipate the meal and to think about how it's going to taste. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like, it is literally like the I'm on my period of meals, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, then you're forced to search what now, now I'm off track. Now, what am I doing? Like, I, I you know, at that point, you know what it's like? It's like, especially as someone who's trying to stay healthy and I'm like decided on the workout, and the egg white. That's like, you know, the the AA, you know, the, the clinic, like the rehab center being like, we're closed. Yeah. Sorry. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm running to the alley to get some heroin. Like I'm running to go get you fried went, chicken sandwiches. Some, yeah. Papaya dog. Yeah. Call. It's over. Like yeah. you've ruined the day. Well, it, it, it's tough. It's tough enough to be healthy. So yeah, I, I get upset, especially as like a late night eater. Like, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, place. I'm the biggest close. late night eater there is. Yeah, and and but it's like the tough thing about eating late is like, first off, I feel like I get more nightmares just eating late. Really? I think that's a thing. And then on on top of that, you just wake up. I like to wake up hungry. I like to look I do too. to my cup of coffee and my eggs and like. I, people always say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's without question my favorite meal because it's yes. it's it's kind of weirdly like I look forward to the routine of it. Dinner I, could be anything, but I, I know I want extra breakfast. I like the feeling of like I was hungry and then I make, had this meal and now I can go on my day and I can get to nighttime from here. Yeah. You know, that's my complaint. Sam, do you have a complaint? I write down a bunch of them. Let me see what I got. I write okay. down a lot of complaints. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. I get peeved, dude. Um, let's see what Give I got. Give us one because. Okay, here's one. What, okay. Everything, because everyone's looting CBS now. How? You know? give, I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, since the pandemic, people were just like looting. CBS. Because so these like, crimes that's why aren't being locked up now. Is that because uh, these crimes are just not a worry for the police? They're like, we have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, is that, for sure. Yeah. And also, what you think someone who's making like, you know, way too little money working CVS, do you think they're going to be like, stop that guy? They don't give a shit. They're they, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you see one with a security guard, but they're like 68. You know, yes. they're not. You know, what are they going to do? It. They're not hiring like the A team to run no. the CVS. So. You know, that that annoys me that everything's locked up. I literally am trying to get stuff in my stomach. I'm like, I have to press a button to get customer service to get gas sex. This is gold <laughs> I'm trying to fucking get. The button is annoying because then you have to trust that someone's like waiting by that dinger. Like you're basically at the at the whim of a CVS employee who's being paid hourly. Like if I'm being paid hourly, I am walking as slow as humanly possible. Like if you're there to pick something up, you press that button and then they're like, yeah, I'll get to you when I get to you. 
Like, they're not well, on that, your that's schedule. That's the problem, dude. It used to just be, like, we all have kind of come to terms with the fact that they're going to lock up Razors. Like, yes. is, are we okay with it? No, not really. I'm still pretty annoyed. But, mm. like, all right, Razors are locked up. Dude, deodorant was locked up. Is this a fucking, are people walking in there and putting, the, I guess a few people are doing it. Well, I, people are stealing the deodorant. I'm, I'm sure of that, but I'm because I, I guess they're just stealing anything. But I guess it's deodorant's like, not that cheap anymore, too. If you buy like an Old Spice roll-on, that's like eight bucks now. So I, I get it. But also, well, part of it is to, to blame is Amazon. You know, yeah. we're do they are probably you know in another world, no one's you know like less people are buying deodorant there than they used to. So that means yeah. they have to protect the say the hypothetical sales they would get from those like how, I, how sad is it that we go to walgreens now and we feel like we're helping the little guy because amazon <laughs> just runs shit amazon, i mean we the, the amazon conundrum is like you know you're working with the devil and yeah. but the devil is so good at what they do like they're i the best today i got these new pens um they were i'm i'm the schneider slider rave xb it was suggested to mm. me I am a Schneider pen user, but I have the capped ones. And then I was told, oh, you got to get the Schneider Slider XP. And I legit within seven seconds had it coming to my door. Like I have used in, in a little baggie. And I know that is not right. The idea that a little baggie was delivered to me. There, there was gas used. There was, you know, trucks used. There was paper to wrap it in another wrapping. I, I know that it isn't natural. Everything about it's bad. Even yeah. the warehouse situation ain't good. I mean, nothing <laughs> yeah. about it's good, except for the fact that they've, I mean, that's the thing is like, when something is that convenient, you can bet it's, they're not treating their employees that well. Yeah, convenience comes at the, and that's when you, when you see people, they're like shaming other people for other things they're doing. It's like, if you wanna go down the rabbit hole, of how we're bad people, I can find a way for you. If you have yeah. any level of convenience in your life, you're not doing good. Yeah, dude. I mean, that, it's that's at someone thing. else's expense. But Amazon is like, you get everything on there now. I'll get like snacks on Amazon. I know it's bad. Like, I know it's fucking. I, I try you can not type to. I do. I do it. In. I mean, but then you know what's funny? The other day, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm. I'm not going to go to Amazon to get my my road snacks. I'm going to Whole Foods. And I was like, oh shit, they're owned by Amazon. You know, <laughs> that was like there. my way of sticking yeah. it to the man. Whole Foods, that's that's not Amazon. Oh, it is. Yeah, Amazon Trader Joe's is a Trader Joe's is a real statement. Okay, let's... Dude, I mean Trader Joe's. You do feel like I'm sure they've got everyone's got something bad, but like Trader Joe's feels like the most uh, hipster indie. Trader type. Joe's feels like the community came together to put a a good market that yeah i i mean trader joe's is an experience to me like i, love I it. there's i mean i go to the creative dips aisle and i just dance around like i i'm there looking at the dips like it's blockbuster in the 90s like i'm like just interested in what's the new <laughs> stuff yeah look who's talking now what the hell is this doing here yeah <laughs> dude good... i love dude they have all the i love like they have like the the chili mangoes the all that stuff it's just great road snacks and i, I need my good road snacks because i don't it's like you saying like if if the places are closed late night are the only options like a hot dog i want to just give me some trail mix or something i need something to keep my mouth moving so that i don't feel depressed as hell for being alone in a hotel room I, all that you got the TV going. I've got like even if even if it's on mute, I just want to look up and see Charles Barkley and Shaq. I, talk. 
dude, that's the story of my life. It, yeah. it is just mute and sports center the whole day. So we got Sam yeah. Morell here. Everyone go follow Sam on Instagram at Sam Morell. Full capacity. That's the podcast. Uh, that's the documentary. It's on YouTube right now. You can go make a night out of it. Put it on mute on the background of your TV while you sit in a hotel room. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. I love playing Best Fiends. It is the perfect game to take your brain and put it on the shelf. It's, I, I mean, I'm on level 101. That's right. I've played over a hundred levels. I love this game. It's easy to play, hard to master. This game, this is gaming on another level. It's an action-packed adventure and brain-boosting puzzle game all in one. You collect tons of cute little characters that you use to beat the bad guys on each level. Totally free to download. Once you start playing, you will not want to stop. I'm obsessed. Play through an actual storyline. Fiends versus slugs. It's a battle of the ages. Best Fiends has thousands of levels plus new content added all the time so you never run out of entertainment. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain. I am a CBD user. I am a Feels CBD user. Um, I was dealing with stress and anxiety from the pandemic and just from, you know, life moving on and changing and feels is now a part of my daily routine and feels is a better way to feel better feels is a premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle free delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. In fact, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. The feels customer service team, is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. I'm going to tell you right now, I use the customer service line. I wasn't a believer. Talk to them. They made me feel good about it. Now I am a user and I do feel that edge has been taken off. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain and you'll get 40, 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash J-Train to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash J-Train. The J-Train podcast is brought to you by Lucy Nicotine Gum. Quitting anything is the hardest thing in the world. You're you're not quitting. You're creating a new habit that doesn't involve the thing you don't want in your life. So it's incredibly hard. How hard is it to create a new habit? When you're craving a smoke, you just need a little something to satisfy the habit. Lucy was founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers who wanted to help other people quit. They set out to create a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. It took three years of research and experimenting and they made Lucy, a nicotine gum that actually tastes good. It comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Don't like the gum? Try their lozenges, citrus, mint, or cherry ice flavor. Each has four milligrams of nicotine. Subscribe to monthly deliveries so you'll always be ready. This is just something great to have on hand if you're dealing with you know, trying to get off a cigarette that's what a great opportunity to figure out that 
you know, break that habit. They are supporting the show, so go support them. Get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges, at lucy.co with code JTRAIN. That's 20% off lucy.co. Use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. And here's the part the lawyers make me say. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. No duh. So go get 20% off at lucy.co with code JTRAIN. Let's do the emails. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. This one's called PhD Luxury Lounge Complaint. Jared, huge fan of all your work, podcasts, live streams, shows. Can't get enough. So here's my complaint. Too many people, friends and family, asking to hang out all the time. I know a lot of people can relate to this. Our time is finite, and I want to feel in control of it. Not just saying yes to other people's plans all the time, but I feel bad saying no. Tale as old as time, right? A few years ago, I was in a rut post-college, post-big breakup, etc., and I felt lacking socially. So now, having this issue is really nice. On top of that, um, I'm... On top of that, though, I'm currently finishing my dissertation for my Ph.D. while working full time, living with my partner, taking care of our home and still trying to balance a social schedule. Again, I know lots of people can relate, but it still feels frustrating. Like I want recognition for trying to do work and school. So when people ask me to do things, it stresses me out and feels insulting. LOL. I know. But I'm like, how do you think people write a damn dissertation and go out all the time? Maybe some people can. But it's not working for me. Okay, next layer. My boyfriend's family is amazing. They also like to do lots of things together, and it's even harder to say no to them. My boyfriend hinted that he wants to propose with his late grandma's engagement ring. I'm so honored and excited for that day to come. But with that knowledge, it makes me feel like I really can't say no to his family's social plans. What the heck? I never anticipated a family heirloom to come with expectations on me, even if they're self-imposed. So at this rate, maybe just pray for me. I really need to finish my dissertation so I can say yes to everyone again and be guilt-free. Sincerely, just want to finish my dissertation. Sam Rell, what do you think of this complaint? I, I mean, look, it, it sounds obnoxious, but I, I actually do relate to this. Where you, Totally. You, she, she's right. I mean, it, it's, it's tough to be like so many people want to hang with me but th there is truth to this i mean you know that's why as you get older you just have less friends because you just kind of have to cut some of the fat and it's not like you don't love the people but real friends don't pressure you to hang and and yes. if this is hard if this is a family that you're coming into they're gonna understand that you're like i have work i mean that's you got it you got i mean we're we're both guys that work a lot jared like yes. we're people that like we do a lot of stand-up we do the road a lot we do a bunch of podcast we do a bunch of other people's podcasts like mm -hmm. work is important i like work it's it's yes. fun it's fun to work so i i totally i've had friends who are like let's hang out uh you know it's october right they'll be like let's hang out uh january 12th and you're like oh my god i'm drowning what are you doing to me like <laughs> yeah no it's and and you said it right the best friends are the ones that you can say no to yeah and and those are the people that stay in your life because you want to hang out with them because there is no pressure. Yeah. You know, you keep them around because you go, you know what? I know this person. I can just like call them and we can get it together on if if our schedules work. And right. I, I know what you mean, like with doing shows like and now like I've been trying my best to date again. And you have people that are like, let's do a drink. And then I go. 
Well, I have three shows tonight, and I'll be done around 2 a.m., and maybe we can go before, but I don't even really want to go before. You know, and I, you know, this, you don't want to sound like, and then it's like, who are you turning down? Do you even really want, if you wanted to, you would, and it's like, we were yeah. No we work nights. Nice. It's it's and this is what this person's saying is no one respects that she's like she even becomes obnoxious to the family. Like everyone's like, Oh, she takes her dissertation so seriously. It's like, no, she's taking her life pursuit seriously. Like this is a moment that yeah. she knows she'll feel bad about later on if she didn't take it as seriously as she could today. And it's like we kind of feel that way with stand up too. I'm you know, where you go well, it's, it's very tough to fit I mean, dude, you, how often does this happen to you where we're, you're on the road and someone who you grew up with or someone who mm. just like they live here now and they're like let's let's get drinks after and you're like i'm fucking tired yeah <laughs> i just did three shows some of these nights you're like i i, I want to just like unwind i just performed pressure. i don't want to i don't want to perform for you like i this well, i want to like a real friend you don't have to but sometimes they're with like eight friends and you're like this totally. is like a whole this is a and whole the eighth, another thing. the eighth friend is like so how'd you get into this and it's like Oh, now I got to do the, you know, the DVD commentary on the show uh, that I just did. Like, it's horrible. Like, and <laughs> I think for this person, my biggest piece of advice is you need to create your boyfriend that you live with and their family. Their family is your enemy. The boyfriend is your ally. You and your boyfriend are a team and the family is a team. You need to get your boyfriend on the same page as you as far as this dissertation is concerned. Let him know, hey, you got to kind of like start helping me lie to these people or not like even you, lie just be like hey she's gotta work like you, yeah you have to want, be the one to say no not me yeah. don't come to me and go the family wants to get together tuesday night are you free it's like no 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 we are not free yeah, like, then why, why can't you just go be with your family why do you need me on every dinner is what i would say yeah and it's like listen maybe you know and i understand where she's like he's gonna give me this family heirloom so i want to make sure the family likes me but like they're going to like you either way as long as the guy likes you. But also, as long as the guy is, like, giving them the what's up, you have to prepare people. If they're always asking and he goes, oh, ask her, and it's always you turning them down, he's putting you in a bad position. If they're always asking and he goes, hey, guys, the dissertation is due on this date. After that will be all Thanksgiving and family time. Like, he needs to get ahead of this for you so you're not the – you know the the bad cop in every situation i'm such a procrastinator though it would stress <clears throat> me out like just knowing i have something i put it all off to that thing and then i resent Talk having that thing sometime, sometime. <laughs> story of my you life know what i mean I, I, Jay I, I i totally get i totally get where she's coming from though because i've i've been there and yeah i mean she's right time is is finite you know J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com title it luxury lounge here with Sam Morell at Sam Morell on Instagram full capacity. That's the documentary. How about this one? Luxury lounge guacamole cart woes. Jared, my luxury complaint is about the guacamole at a local Mexican restaurant. When you order the guacamole, someone comes out with a cart on wheels and makes it at your table. I hate this for a few reasons. The cart is incredibly noisy across the stone flooring at the restaurant, so everyone stares at you when the cart noisily pulls up to your table. There is a tip jar on the cart, Ooh. but I never... That is insane, but I never have cash on me. 
So I look like the asshole who doesn't tip when I, in reality, I tip my server via credit card, but never have cash for the guacamole chef. That's crazy. That should be done amongst the servers. That is not up to you that, uh, to tip this person. Guacamole's right already gotten crazy expensive at restaurants. Like I ordered a guacamole, and then it was like fifteen dollars. You're like, this is it's a fucking avocado, man. Yeah, th th this is a side. This is a. This is a dip. This is she writes. There is a language barrier. So when I try to tell the server that the guy in the car, guy with the cart, doesn't have to come, they don't bring the guacamole because they assume I don't want it. I love this restaurant and I will never stop going. But this is really dampened my experience. What's Mexican food without fresh guac? I don't understand True. this concept. Wish it would go away. It's just such a scene for a ten dollar bowl of guac guacamole. Theirs is cheaper than yours. I would willingly pay double for the cart not to come. Sincerely, hold the guac. What do you think of this? What well, do you think of the card experience in general? I love it. I love when they make it right in front of you. I think that's pretty damn fun. Table like, side. Table side is pretty damn fun. Like you, you, you get to experience it. I love a little jalapeno in there. Some, mm. you know, garlic, all the, all the good stuff in there. But uh, the tip jars. I mean, there's. It's funny how there's tip jars like everywhere, and then certain places that should have them don't have them. You know. What, what should have them? Let me think. What's like a really shitty job? Cause like, mm. like the garbage guy should like have a tip, like a a jar attached to him that you can just like give to him as he's walking by. I, I on the guacamole card, it's too much. Are you this against is, it? On the guacamole, the tip jar on the guacamole card. It, oh no, the tip jar. But you, are you anti table side as well? I'm okay with table side. I understand their problem with the production of it. You don't want to like if they came out like it was bottle service with those big sparklers. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? It's just guacamole. <laughs> I I do understand that it becomes like a yeah. thing. Everyone's looking over at you. I like table side guac. I like table yeah. side Caesar salad. I do not like table side pasta in the cheese. Thing. It's a lot, but damn, that cheese is good, man. The cheese is good, but I don't like seeing that my pasta has just been dredged through a cheese thing that everyone's pot. Like, this cheese block just sits out waiting for the I don't know. Yeah, how does that work? What do they do? Do they, like, heat it up with a torch or something? How yeah, and it's not fresh cheese every time. They just throw it to the side for the next table to use. It's like, this is disgusting. You're right. It's, they're going spectacle, spectacle over quality, which is exactly. The problem, right? And then but it's it, like, but it's a hell of a spectacle. I mean, watching well, that cheese melt on. Ooh. I like when the, the I do like the specialization of a restaurant, like sommelier, cheese guy, guac guy. Like I like to see that they have taken on the responsibility as an expertise. So I yeah. do like the card experience for that reason. But the guac, I mean, he's right. Guac at the table is it's a necessity, but I've never seen a tip jar for that. That's interesting. The tip jar is. Enraging. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here's Sam Morell. Full capacity. That's the documentary. Go on YouTube. Watch it right now. Sports Bar Bathroom Blues Luxury Lounge. Dearest J Train. Feather Feather, huge fan of all your podcasts. So glad the Luxury Lounge is here for prime, non judgmental commiseration. Here's my luxury complaint. Okay. I'm going to forge you this email. Okay, Sam? Yeah, let's see. I got you right here. Oh, I got it, yeah. No, I'm forwarding you a different one. 
Oh, gotcha. This is coming to you right now. Okay. I was at a sports bar having a great time with friends watching the Pats game last week, uh, last weekend. What made it all the better was the bathroom experience. The single person bathrooms had those locks that indicate whether or not someone is in it. See attached picture. I do love these locks. I, I didn't get it. Oh, I just got it. All right. Let's see. Sports bar bathrooms. These Ooh, locks have yeah. become um, the single bathroom. Good. These locks have become, you know, they they're everywhere now, and I love when I see them. I love the the latch of them. I love that the sign is bright, and you know when someone's in there. There is no confusion with these locks. Have you seen these around, Sam? I've seen them a bit. I mean, it's kind of the airplane bathroom things, right? Where we just know mm. if you're in. I yeah, I, I like it. I I mean, no one. We everyone dislikes the the wiggle of the handle, you know, whether you're taking a shit or whether you're the person pulling. I mean, you're both you're both annoyed. Everyone's annoyed and you're just like and then when someone jiggles it and then they have to do it again because they're not sure if the jiggle was enough because we're doing it, you know, we're doing it like with a, you know, kind of the, the fish hand. We're not doing it strongly because you don't want to open the door. So you go a little light and then you're like, did I do it enough? So I jiggle again. And the person inside is like, I'm in here. You know, it's like it's a horrible experience. Everything about it. When it's this lock. We well, eradicate that thing. Stuff. It's such a, it's such an, you know, you want to feel alone while you're yes. peeing or while you're using the bathroom, right? You just don't want to, it, it feels intrusive. And they write, how are these locks not on every single bathroom door in the nation? I agree. It's always so awkward when you have to knock on the door and do the absolute best to try and make out whether or not someone is in there in a loud, rowdy place like a sports bar. And when you can't hear them, you have to awkwardly try the door handle and hope for the best that it's either unoccupied or locked. Exactly what we're saying. And conversely, I don't want to be the one in the bathroom scared that someone is out there about to do the same thing to me. Totally agree. Try not trying to simultaneously, not, not trying to simultaneously poop and panic over here these locks should be requirement for all public establishments also shout out to the bar for also having tvs in the bathroom so you never miss a play they set a high standard for that all sports bars should strive for now they show us the tv in the bathroom it's a right above the koala care center um <laughs> it is i love a bathroom tv i love and it should say that outside like you know how like old hotels would have like vacancy or no vacancy lit up so you would know they should have a sign like that that's like bathroom tvs or it should say single bathrooms like a lone bathroom that you could take a shit on that should be a big highlighted neon sign yeah i do love like some of them have over even like the sports bars have them over the urinal and you're just peeing and you're like oh this was designed by a dude who did not want to miss a second of the game <laughs> but also a dude who drinks a shitload of beer and knows he's yes dumb. A so drunk to, gambler. That's who it was sure. uh, uh, built by. <laughs> I would think of Artie Lang's joke about like, remember that bit he used to do where he's like, remember, oh, he goes, you want to, you want to have a real rush, uh, bet a thousand dollars on the Giants when you have five hundred in your account. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, and those bathrooms do all feel like they were invented by Artie Lang. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> The J Train Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin, even post-Thanksgiving dinner. I am a MeUndies user. I'm wearing them right now. I love them. I get all the cool, fun designs. I think it's great. It is just... 
there it's it's the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn, and I think, and also their socks are great. I love their socks. With adventurous prints to choose from and plenty of ways to match everyone in the family, give your grad gratitude, uh, give your gratitude some attitude this Thanksgiving season with MeUndies. They have undies and loungewear made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are perfect for everything from pre-dinner activities to post-dinner naps. Seriously, you won't even care if the turkey's a little dry with undies this comfortable. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL and tons of styles, prints, and fabrics. MeUndies has a little something for everyone at the table. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For my for any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also also has a promise if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason you can return your order for a full refund within 40 45 days that's great to get 15% off your first order free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash jtrain that's meundies.com slash jtrain the jtrain podcast is excited about our brand new sponsor stamps.com uh when you have a small business it is, and I, you you might be saying, small business, Jared, what are, you, what are you talking about? I am a small business. There's things I have to send out every day. And going and going to the post office is a pain. If you've got a small business, you know that there's nothing more valuable than your time. So stop wasting it on trips to the post office. Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. Save time and money with Stamps.com. Send letters and packages for less than the discount, for less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Discounted rates, who, who doesn't want that? Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. No special supplies or equipment needed, just a computer and any standard printer. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing out official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com new rate advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. This is all great. It's all about finding you a less expensive way to send out the stuff that'll help your business. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code JTRAIN, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone on the top of the homepage, and type in JTRAIN. That's Stamps.com, promo code JTRAIN, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com, JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com, Sam Morell at Sam Morell full capacity. That's the documentary. Luxury Lounge, Yetis work too well. Jared, love the lounge. I have a complaint to share with you and your presumably wonderful guests. I don't know if this will qualify. Uh, this qualifies as a thousand air problem, but I feel like it's real enough to still share. Hit me. Yeti brand cups work way too well. They keep drinks, they keep hot drinks hot, but like for too long. I pour my piping hot coffee into a Yeti to bring to work or a long drive, and I have to wait at least an hour with the lid cracked until my drink cools down enough for me to drink without burning the shit out of my tongue. What coffee addict can wait an hour for the first sip? Other travel mugs uh, brands don't do enough, but Yeti does too much. Yeah, we got a three bears situation. We need a Goldilocks of travel cups for coffee drinkers who want to nurse their hot bev between 10 minutes and one and a half hours after pouring. Sincerely paying a premium to singe myself. What do you think? 
Well, I, I can I can't relate to this because my I make my own coffee at home. I like waking up to the grinding noise. I like oh, the smell. Okay, like I you're in go, the commercial. The best part of waking up. You're you're doing that commercial. Folders. No, I'm making good coffee. I like good good coffee. Is so important to me. Uh, shout out to Alexis Guerreros who pushed me to get the grinding brew Cuisinart. I love it. It's wow. a it's a game changer. I've turned other people onto it. Just having your beans grinded in front of you, man. I fuck ground in front of you. It's great. So you, you smell yeah. it? Is, is oh. it like a, you're in a coffee house? It feels like you're, you know, you're the Duncan guy. Is that what's it's, going on? It's so nice, dude. I love it. And uh, I will go out for cups, too, because I like the experience of just walking and getting a cup. But, like, I never do the travel thing because as a new yorker or like a yeah. this is like a suburban move yes new york people like we just walk and go you know because then you finish it you're just walking around with a mug yeah coffee shop the experience like i do it as i like i'll go get a coffee and drink like three sips of it it's a it's an activity like i like yeah. being at the coffee shop i like walking to it i like you know getting on my phone looking at my phone while i'm sitting there sipping you know the coffee shops that i go to like i sit out there for like like hours like i i, I legit it. and it was part of the reason i went down to boca like during the pandemic for a lot of it i was like if i can't sit outside and have coffee like what is my life you know like so but that's in that's kind of a part of their complaint coffee is a lifestyle it is your ride to work and it's like you need it to fit in you're not trying to fit your life around coffee you're trying to have coffee fit into your lifestyle this mm. person is using the yeti cup and being like hey i want it on my ride so that when i get to work i'm not sitting there with a full without my coffee having been drunk you know so i understand in the yeti cup i've never used a yeti cup for heat purposes i've used it for cold drinks yeah, I never, I've never, I've heard that they make great stuff. I've never really tried it. The coolers I hear are great, but I, I, I mean, the just get, get a shittier coffee cup. Isn't that the, the that's the move, yeah, right? Listen, I, the luxury lounge isn't a place where we save the environment. So I'm going to encourage this person. Styrofoam cups, I, I'm going to say, are a great answer to their problem. Styrofoam Ooh. cup. And Duncan you get the small says this, right? I mean, this they is used to have the styrofoam cups, but in the south, easier to find than in the north. They, I, I am a, I prefer eight ounce styrofoam cup. That to me is just such a great size for your hand, and it keeps it hot enough. I think it hits their ten minutes to one and a half hour range. Maybe get a lid for it. I really want to encourage this person to ruin the planet, but also improve their lives at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, you, or just a shitty thermos type thing. I mean, that it looks too good. I'm looking at the picture right now. It looks like it might be doing too good a job. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Sam Morell at Sam Morell on Instagram, full capacity. That's the doc. Go watch it. Emailing with Luddites, Luxury Lounge. J train, somewhat new listener, huge fan of the lounge, Feather, Feather, and all that. I'm writing to complain without fear of being deemed a classist, elitist snob. This is the place for it. I work, I support manufacturing operations as an engineer. 
a lot of my job is fixing things when instructions aren't followed. Products get mixed up, etc. So I need specific information communicated. And most of the time that comes from the manufacturing personnel via email. However, these people have no clue on the norms of email etiquette. Often rogue threads of just reply emails instead of reply all. Terrible comma use that makes information very unclear and abysmal signatures that use several fonts and colors that assault my eyes. Some of this is just annoying, but more often than not, it makes my job more difficult. This really isn't that hard, but as I stated earlier, I don't know how I could say something without it coming across as a dumbass. You email like a caveman. Just needed to get it off my chest. Looking forward to the validation from you and your esteemed guests. Sincerely exhausted emailer. Sam, what do you think? What's the problem? He's, what kind of, I don't understand. The email is, is what? So he's getting emails. He, his main issue, he, he deals in, he's an engineer who has yeah. to fix things that have gone wrong. And the people that he's dealing with are, here's his problem. He has to fix things that go wrong. So the email to him isn't like a prepared thing. It's like, shit's gone, shit's gone wrong. We need your help. So these people are typing fast and they're doing it. The other issue he has, and it's coming from manufacturing to engineer. We, if you've met an engineer, they are a smart fellow. You don't just become an engineer. You don't just fix very, things. Very, out of very tough courses to get there, for sure. Tough, tough college experience. I'm assuming the manufacturing people, they're just, they're not used to the college environment that maybe this guy was used to. And he, and the real issue is you're dealing with people that you go, it is we're two different worlds we're we're emailing across from one planet to another you know it's it's the, you know it's the office where you know when it's dwight Schrute versus the guys down in in the, in the warehouse you know right. they, they they're emailing each you know you know there's a line of communication communication is different for those two worlds that's his issue so he's annoyed that they're uh they're blunt well, I, I'm assuming he's annoyed that they're not taking care for the emails that are sent to him telling him the information that is wrong. So if you have to fix something, I need to know exactly what needs to be fixed. And if it's like if you're missing a comma, if you're missing a space, the, now you got to go back. What is you need fixed? You know, like these things could be communicated over email, but they're getting sent, you know, by the manufacturer guy who's wearing gloves in the warehouse. Mm. You know, typing on his uh, Nokia. Way, that guy, guys, it's tough because that guy's job is way worse. You know? Yeah, well, that's the problem. Day. He can't. He comes down with his with with his fine china that he's drinking his cappuccino in, and the guy's like with his Dunkin' Styrofoam cup. He's like, "What do you want?" And then now he's the elitist snob. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean that is tough, man. It's. Tough. I mean, I'll put it this way. I'm like, I can't fix shit. I'm always the one calling maintenance. I'm always the one being like, hey, I need this because we've mm. talked about this too. Like, you know, our time here is limited. I don't want to spend mine fixing shit. I want to work on my act. I want to, you know, do. That's other right. Well, also, this guy doesn't want to spend time doing, you know, Rosetta Stone on these guys' emails. Like that's the issue. Yeah, it is tough because it's like, you know, some of this stuff is probably time sensitive. So they're just like, bang, bang, bang. Here you go. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's tough to be like a 911 dispatcher and you'd be like, no, no, no. How are you? Uh, here's the problem. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. you just have to kind of get to it sometimes quickly. And I was going to sound uh, 
Super. Oh, well, he comes down, you know, hello. What, well, I couldn't understand without your commas. And they're like, get out of here, fancy boy. <laughs> Fix it. J Train yeah. Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Sam Morell. At Sam Morell on Instagram. Full capacity. That's the documentary. Let's do two more. You ready? Do it, dude. Luxury Lounge. Cheap ass friends. Jared, big fan. Love the Luxury Lounge. Here's my complaint. A good friend of my fiance's bought his first house and asked us and a few friends over for a dinner party. As you do, we all brought housewarming gifts, wine to share, and some even brought dessert. We all had a great time, and on the way home, my fiance and I both received separate Venmo requests from the host. Mine was $10, my fiance's was $20. I asked some of my girlfriends if they received the same thing too, and everyone requested different amounts. All of the Venmo stated the request was for groceries. Excuse me? What? We texted the host and asked why all the amounts were different. He said it was based on how much people ate and drank. Oh, my God. So were you keeping track of how much people were eating? Also, a, who invites someone? That's a psycho. Also, who invites someone over for a dinner party then makes their guests pay buy groceries? Some of my girlfriends were so annoyed they Venmo requested him for the wine or desserts that they brought. Oh, a full fight has happened. This ended up being just wow. being a war of the Venmos. Well, this person Anyways, sucks. I mean, you can, you brought gifts to their place and then they charge you for dinner? At, at their new home. Anyways, my like no one wants to see your new home. That like like the like you're charging us for the pleasure of seeing your new backsplash. Fuck also, off. Anyway, dollars. Like what do you do? like? What, what is yeah, ten dollars? Was that you really just bought a home and you're Venmo requesting people for ten dollars? She writes, anyways, my fiance and I laughed and just paid our separate bills to the dinner party host, but still in disbelief that this type of behavior exists. I, I think we are, too. Safe to say I will be bringing my own food and drink if I'm ever I wouldn't. She says if I'm ever invited again, the dinner wasn't even good. I'm not going. Yeah, this is, we talked about cutting friends out earlier. These this is an easy one being like, yeah, I'm just I'm just not. It's not even the money. It's that you think you were owed the money. Yes. And, and, and it's not about the money. It's also like. I would feel naked. The the that whole party you were watching me. You, my husband's I like a twenty dollar eater. More too. That's also got to feel weird. No, the wife was twenty dollars and she was ten. I think. Oh no, the, no, the, the fiance's was twenty and she was ten. Mine was ten and my fiance's was twenty. Like, I mean, yeah. who was the uh, you know the forensic accountant that went through and counted all the things people were eating? Like, what's it just doesn't. Look, I mean, we're all, I, we're all looking a little bit at, at how much someone's eating, but you can't charge them. Like it's no, natural it, to be like, oh, that person had more chips than I got, right? But it's sure. but, it, but you don't fucking break it. Down. Like it's insane. And guess what? I, I, when you go, go out, I always like to give someone the last bite because guess what? If they don't want it, they'll offer it to me. And you yes. like to be the person who offers. And guess what? You can order more. That's just how it works. You can always get more. I guess at a dinner party, you can't get more because it's like. You know, we only have the groceries that were bought for this. But it, here's the thing. The invite in in your invite, money should be if, if you're expecting money, it should happen before everyone gets there. Hey, we're having people over. We're getting and, and there should be and there should be a speech about it. There should not yes. be just a Venmo request. There should be like, no. hey, if everyone wants to aggressive. If everyone wants to contribute, cool. If not, that's the way you do that if you do something like this. The, the, it doesn't make sense. It only Here's the only make sense. If you're in college move. or younger, I get it. But if you're adults, this is fucking weird. It's weird. 
The only thing I could see if they did, they're like, hey, we want to have everyone over. The email would have to go this way. We want to have everyone over. We're going to get lot. We thought it'd be fun to have a seafood night. Now the seafood is going to cost a arm and a leg. We're going to, I know. And then you have to apologize. If you guys don't want to do this, we'll just do hot dogs and hamburgers and we'll take care of the bill. But if you guys are up for a seafood night, it's going to be 20 bucks each to cover the cost mm. of the lobsters. Like that is the only like, but even then I'd be like, I don't want your fucking seafood. You know, I'll go buy it myself. Like, I don't you want know, to. You but know what I, we should do? We should, we should Venmo request her for responding to her email. <laughs> be like, this is going to cost you $10. Yeah. It's just, I, it is so low rent. Is, yeah, it's is the move. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Luxury lounge. I sent it to you before. You ready? Oh, yeah. Let's look at it. Luxury lounge. Luxury cinema experience. Not. This looks nice. Yeah. J train. Love your podcast. Hope to see you live someday. My boyfriend and I are so peeved by our recent luxury movie theater experience and want to spread awareness. My boyfriend and I are in a group chat with two other friends who are a couple. They invited us to watch a movie in the local luxury theater none of us have been to before. A minute later, they messaged us saying they already bought tickets for all four of us and reserved our seats, so now I'm obligated to go. So that's already annoying. Don't say we already got it. Don't do that move. That move's annoying. Yeah. Oh, we want to go to the luxury theater. We already got your tickets. No, no, no. Well, how about you let me make a decision with my own life and my own Unacce time? Unacceptable. This is a suffocating friend example. Yes. And, and the problem is anything that's called a luxury, they think you're doing you a favor. Well, listen, this luxury theater ain't going to be sold out. We'll, we'll, we could take our time. This isn't Rolling Stones. I will okay, tell you that so, I love these movie theaters. Like, I love I them. do, I do love these theaters. I mean, dude, my girlfriend's got one in her building in L.A. So, really? So, yeah, you can rent it out. So anyone who lives in the building can rent one out. So we'll watch, like, we watched, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in there. You can watch classic movies on the big screen in a reclining chair. So is, do they have food options? Or are you just No, no, no. It, it's just, like, a, it's just, a little movie room. But it's like, it's like that. It's pretty cool. I mean, we're looking at the picture right now. Here's a picture of the theater. I'm looking at this, and this looks like a... A, a 10 experience I, I and I here's the other thing there used to be one of these in Maine that I would go to called Chubby's Chubby's had it had limo seats it was the it was the it was the pre it, it's what preceded this it was the first one where you could get all you could order food and they had limo seats but the problem was it was one table with limo seats around it so you didn't want to get a seat that didn't have an armrest on the outside arm mm -hmm. so that was like a big issue but this is you know, we've come a long way because this has tables on the chairs which is exactly you want as you want hand-to-mouth food experience, and this seems to offer that. So she writes, looks Fantastic. pretty nice, right? This is a direct quote from the movie theater company. We are a leading world-class cinema exhibitor that offers guests enhanced movie-going experience. I'm going into this with high expectations. I would be too. We are, as we're, we're saying, we love it. We arrived 30 minutes early as requested by the theater. There, this is so the waiter can collect food, drink orders before previews start since there's no option to order at a concession stand. I don't like that. 
They should have concession stand and wait staff. Wait it staff be- is weird too, though. It's like I, I'm not. I'm not into the wait staff. It makes the whole thing. It's a whole thing now. It's a whole thing, and they might interrupt the movie. And also, like, what if I want another beer? Like, what if I want two beers? I do. I have to order it before. Like, do I? Also, do I have someone bothering me in the movie? It depends on the movie. If you have a waiter and you're in these reclined chairs, you can't watch like 12 Years a Slave. It can't be like that type of movie. <laughs> no, you don't want to be like you don't want to be in like a recliner. It's got to be like you know a, a, like Jaws. A fun, yeah. It's got to be a fun experience yeah. of a movie. It, it, it's got to be a, a lighthearted film. <laughs> um, it so there's no uh, option to order at a concession stand. It all went downhill when the movie started. Instead of having one center screen like a normal theater, there are moving images on the left and right walls called Screen X to allow for an immersive panoramic 270 degree viewing experience for approximately 30 minutes of the film. Another direct quote from the theater. Here's an example. So we're looking at the picture. I don't want this. No, it's awful. I don't need to be under the sea. Also, I've got a fucking bad neck. I don't want to be swiveling the whole time. This is terrible. Also, we, 30 we, minutes? We a, we've also made an agreement on how to watch movies. We don't... Yes. If you want to enhance the chairs, don't fuck with... Don't make the screen more work. Yeah, and also, the movies aren't made for this. There yeah. was a vision. The director was like, I see it on the big screen. They weren't like, I see it on the big screen plus the walls next to it. Awful. This is now, you know, instead of Scorsese, we're getting, you know, Smith, the you know, the the manager of the movie theater. He he gets to be an artist. What the fuck? It's awful. Terrible. It was horribly laggy, horrible, laggy, not lined up or in sync with the main projection in the center, turned on and off throughout the movie. So distracting at this point. I'm annoyed and also wondering where the popcorn order is. Finally, 30 minutes into the movie, the waiters come in to serve refreshments. 30 minutes in, I'm done with my popcorn 30 minutes in. That's when I learned there is no cutoff time. Waiters should not be interrupting the movie. This is awful. No. Terrible. You came 30 minutes early for a reason. So distracting. See waiters walking around, blocking our view, and hear customers order through the entire movie. What was the point in having us come in early then? Our $10 popcorn came in a tiny metal bowl. Metal? It was cold, stale, and had an overwhelming, overwhelming smoky flavor. They're doing too much. Overall, the entire theater experience was not luxurious. I do not plan on ever returning. A few days later, my friend Venmo requests me for the movie ticket. $25. I discovered mm. the theater charges an online booking fee. Fine. Then I saw they charged an extra $8 for the dumb Screen X side projection. See, no one asked for this. I was annoyed by the Venmo request. My friend bought the ticket for me before I even agreed to come, then charged me after choosing upgrades without asking. A $25 movie theater ticket is obviously not breaking the bank, but it's the principle. I would have much rather spent that money on something else. Thanks for letting me rant. Movie theater hater anonymous. Fair, very fair, all of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with her. I I love the luxurious movie experience, mm. but I'm like I there aren't a lot of movies I want to even see in the theater anymore. Like so many of them, like I, I, if I'm going to the theater, I want to go to like film form, one of the classics, and just see like one of those like 1940s like old timey mm. movies on the screen. But like if we're doing well, the you w- chair. I I don't want to fucking I don't. Well, I, well, yeah. Interrupting the movie is enough for me to be like fuck this place already. Your point is so valid and it gets to the expectations versus reality. 
and what you're if you're you don't you're choosing an old movie to see to use this theater because you want to make sure that everything is worth the investment mm. and the time and getting the drinks and doing and eating like a pig because the food here I'm sure is you know not you know it's not weight watchers it's actual like movie theater style food like making a smoky popcorn so you don't so all of this is like if you're serving it in the if it's called a luxury experience you better nail it if you're getting top dollar people are taking a chance you're doing this once a year maybe and it's like to have it ruined you're like just get me to the old theater with the gum under the seats yeah i i i miss the old movie theaters the chair like look was the chair perfect no but you kind of no. just got used to it We've upgraded the chair is one thing to to without any like the whole wraparound thing is like hey, do any of us use that app thing on our phone? You did it once to see oh it's cool and then you never use it again. There's what a thing on the phone? You can do that on your phone. You can take the panoramic shot on your oh, phone. Oh yes, 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 yes. But and none then, of us are using that. No, because then it's real small and long. It doesn't even work for what we need it for. We want a picture yeah. that we can look at. Like you're you're only doing that when you get the picture of like Fenway Park and you would go buy that at like a you know, a boardwalk somewhere. There's no need for it. We none of us needed all this extra stuff. And then they the idea that it's the problem is that they're saying it's a favor to you. They're doing you a favor. We got you the screen X option. It's like, no, that's not a favor. You've ruined my time. Don't let your favor get in the way of my experience. Yeah, it's also, it's, it's. I mean, geez, some of these people, the, the, the Venmo requests on both of these pissed me off because it was The balls. Idea. Yeah, I mean, this is, these are a lot of, you got to get some new friends, some of you guys. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Sam, thank you for coming to the Luxury Lounge. This is fantastic. Thank you, man. If you're in Denver next weekend, come see me. I'll be in Denver and Phoenix and SF, actually. Denver, Phoenix, SF. Go check out all Sam's dates, samorell.com, at samorell on Instagram. He's got his dates up there, full capacity. That's the documentary. Go check it out. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Come on in. Tell your friends. Make your Instagram stories. Send in your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Title them Luxury Lounge. We'll be back next episode. Boom.